Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. The highest form of leadership is follow me as I follow Christ. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are equipping believers to live out their faith in the context of their culture and their local church. I'm doing a series of podcasts right now on the lies of leadership, and we've covered two of them, and so we're going to move on to number three today. And this is this is kind of a fun one. It's a little peculiar, and I think it might challenge your thinking a little bit. And that is this: we really shouldn't need leaders if, and you fill in the blank, if people were mature, if people were spiritual, if people were committed. If people were on board, we really shouldn't need leaders if. Now listen, that is not a theology. That is the socialist version or the communistic version of leadership. And there are in history churches and movements throughout the decades that come and go where they think we should just get together as believers and uh, everybody should be equal. Well, equality with God is one thing. Equality in calling is another thing. And the Bible is explicitly clear when it makes statements like this, and God appointed, and God gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be pastors, some to be teachers. In 1 Corinthians 12, he gets into, you know, are all workers of miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? So we see that there is a distinction and that leaders are segregated and set aside by God. And it's not a failure in a family. Families should have leadership. Businesses should have leadership. Churches should have leadership. Communities should have leadership. And The highest form of leadership, I think, in the church is follow me as I follow Christ. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not organizational leadership because anything that has life, if it doesn't have a skeleton, it's a blob, okay? So that administrative or leadership scaffolding, if you were, is what we hang the the flesh of the body of Christ on so that we can be effective and that we can be efficient. But I have met leaders and I have actually listened to sermons that have said those things. If we were really, really following God, we wouldn't need a man or a woman except wrong because God always called our man or woman. God always put somebody in place that he could speak through, that he could lead. Now, remember the situation with Moses and Moses, God spoke to Moses, didn't he? He didn't speak to a committee. He spoke to Moses, but then Moses had to form a team. He had to learn that part, right? So you have a leader and you have a team. If you have a team and you don't have a leader, that's called a mob, okay? Because eventually it's going to be out of control, all right? And not everybody is always going to agree on everything. So there has to be a trusted leader that is giving direction, okay? Now, I know there are people that bristle 
philosophically, and, and, and this is what they have to understand. Their issues are philosophical and they're emotional. They're not biblical. If people were perfect, yeah, but time out. People aren't perfect. Even redeemed people aren't perfect. Even redeemed people who aren't sinning aren't perfect. So there needs to be leaders. And of course, we know in 1 Timothy 3, there's a qualification for those leaders, those character qualities, so that we can have trust and confidence in them. Not that they never make mistakes or they never make bad decisions, but there is a confidence in them that they will take responsibility. And really, that's the foundation of biblical leadership. It's not even gifting or anointing or calling. It's really responsibility, okay? And I I like to break that word up, responsibility. The ability to respond to God is the leader's greatest ability, their responsibility. And good leaders have a sense of responsibility, and that's the velocity in which they lead others. If they don't have a sense of responsibility, it will be things like, well, pray about it and see what the Lord tells you, or uh, maybe we could do this, or maybe we could do this, or why don't you think about this rather than, hey, we're a team, this is what God said, let's get together on one page, let's stop being distracted, let's put our hand on a plow, let's be focused. That's what a leader does. A leader brings into focus. A leader is a man or a woman that is full of focus. It's not that, you know, in, in my ministry, I mean, honestly, I don't I don't come up with too many great revelations. I don't come up with a lot of great ideas. Uh, but I'm pretty good by God's grace at really bearing down and focusing. Okay, this is the task at hand. This is what we've got to do and inviting people to be a part of that unashamedly. So if a leader has a mentality that they are kind of just like, you know, the moderator, uh, and and there is a place for that in leadership, but that's not the primary place. Uh, I'm just a moderator, and and I'll just put it out there, and and I'll, I'll just hope that people respond and people do the right thing. No, a good leader not only says, follow me as I follow Christ, they attempt to remove the obstacles. You know, like, I'm going to take this out of the way, I'm going to take this out of the way, Uh, you know, what may be in your thinking or whatever it may be, so that you can get over that hurdle and that you can keep going. One of the great lies of leadership is, I really believe, that there are leaders that operate under this cloud that man, if people really had it together, they really wouldn't need leaders or they really wouldn't need me or this is really kind of second best. You know, we're just doing this leadership thing because we can't hear from the Holy Spirit. I know there are people that think like that. You know how I know that? Because I watch how they act and I listen to some things they say and I don't know that they've even connected the dots on that, but that's that is a communistic, socialistic version of leadership, okay? That we're just going to make 
we're just going to give $5 to everybody and that'll make everybody equal. Well, you know, if you give $5 to everybody, when you come back in a couple of weeks, one guy's going to have $25, one guy's going to have $1, and one guy's probably going to have borrowed $5. <laughs> Why? Because not everything is equal, no matter how much you try to make it equal, okay? And God has appointed and has put gifts in the church. And leadership is a sacred responsibility to the church. And here are some of the responsibilities. Number one, a responsibility to walk circumspectly and walk in the fear of the Lord. Number two, to dictate our life according to the known revelation of God, which is the Bible, God's word. Number two is to love people like God wants them to be loved. Number four would be to challenge people like God wants them to be challenged. Number five would be to put the work of God before our conveniences. Now, I'm just rattling these off. I could probably go five more. But I'm saying is that when you accept that responsibility and understand that leadership is not based on human failure, leadership is based on the fact that God always has a point person, okay? That's just how he does business. We see male leadership in the family unit. That's the point person. That's the person that he's going to hold responsible. When we stand before the Lord, the Bible says, Hebrews tells us, that the pastor is going to give an account. Therefore, he has great accountability He's got to have great responsibility, and he's got to have a measure of authority to do that work as well. So responsibility and execution of that is, in fact, what leadership really looks like. And if you catch yourself thinking that, even swaying that, well, you know, why should I have to call them, or why should I have to set this up, and, you know, why don't they just naturally think like this? Because they're not leaders, and that doesn't make them bad people. Did you hear me? Because they don't think like you does not make them a bad person. And that's why as leaders, we need other people around us. I mean, I need people around me all the time to remind me of other things, not just the goal or the vision that is in front of me. So if everybody thought like me, we probably wouldn't get a whole lot done. Okay. So I think that's case in point for almost any style of leaders. And there are, listen, I'm not even suggesting there's one style of leadership. But the basis of that is understanding that that leadership is God-breathed, God-anointed, God-appointed. And it's important to understand that with that, you accept a responsibility for that. That it's not a failure of somebody else or something else. All right? Now, I'll tell you where this applies even to people in leadership is that they don't have leaders in their life. Oftentimes, churches are drying up and dying because even though they have good people in leadership, they have nobody that can speak into their life. They have nobody to bounce ideas off of. They have nowhere to get fed. They have nobody speaking into their life and encouraging them in the great work of God. Really something to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Never get caught in that trap where you think that your leadership is because somebody's failed or because people are just weak. Yeah, we're all weak. We all have our certain weaknesses. And you know how God addressed it? By appointing leaders.
okay? That's the truth. So that's a live leadership that we've got to put to rest. God loves leaders, God anoints leaders, God appoints leaders, and he wants all of us to be leading people in some way, fashion, or form. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Hey, why don't you share this with somebody you think it might be a blessing to? God bless you. The foundation of biblical leadership is responsibility. The ability to respond to God is a leader's greatest ability. Good leaders have a sense of responsibility, and that is the velocity in which they lead others. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.